Welcome to Pillows on the Windows, a movie podcast. My name is Tucker and I'm the host and here's Carly and she's not. Hello. Hello. We were talking about Journey and now we're going to talk about movies. What's your favorite movie using a song from Journey? The Sopranos doesn't count even though there's a Sopranos movie coming out. Go. I haven't seen The Sopranos. Go. And I don't know is the answer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You go. And then by the time you have gone, I will have come up with an answer. I feel like for as ubiquitous as Don't Stop Believing is, you don't hear it in a lot of movies. Well, now a video is playing on my safari because I was just trying to Google. On my safari. Please stop Googling things, Car, and let's talk about movies. Holy cow. What a journey we're going on. That's very Did you know there was a Journey arcade game? No. Okay. Now you do. Did you know there was a Kiss game called Kiss Psycho Circus where you uh, ran around and shot like circus demons and was Kiss branded in like the 90s after no one cared about Kiss anymore? What an impossible name to say. Kiss Psycho Circus. Kiss Psycho Circus. It really yeah. preempted like the Juggalo, you know, aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. Uh, That's fine. Right, what movies did we watch? We watched an anime. Oh my god, there is such a theme between two of the movies we watched that I did not expect. And it's quite a theme. Wait, okay, so we watched the anime, we watched Hard Rain, and what was mine? Orphan. Oh. What's the the theme? What's the theme, Car? I know a theme that I think prompted Mm -hmm. you to watch another movie that you watched. Nope. My brain doesn't work that way, but thank you. Was it Eagle rescuing a child or something? No. Okay. Um, No, my brain doesn't work that way, Kara, and I didn't have a theme in mind. Okay. And I don't recall watching any other movies, but I am, of course, talking about unsuccessful incest attempts. Oh, okay. (laughs) And what a pairing to talk about these movies. Then a brother and sister podcasting duo. Oh, God. Yeah. Pools on the windows. I had to read the Wikipedia on um, from up on Poppy Hill just to make sure that I was catching Yeah, because at the end, they don't drive it home well enough that they're yeah. not related. Where it's like, yeah, it's like fake out or like they just go so back and forth on it yeah. several times. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, the guy is like, oh, don't worry. Sibs or something. Yeah. Like he's like, <laughs> wink. <laughs> anyway, Kara, we never talk about the anime first. That's sacrilege. Okay. What would you like to talk about? Let's talk hard rain. Okay. Yeah. It's a hard. It's a hard. It's hard. You're very musical today. I know. Um, hard rain starring uh, what's his face and Morgan Christian Freeman. Slater. Christian Slater. This might be the first Christian Slater property I've witnessed in my time. And, that can't uh, be true. He can't be like he is in this movie all the time, no. right? Okay. No. See, the thing is, like, I, I think Christian Slater is so fun and I really like him. I don't Same. think he can play sort of normal guys. I think he has to play super weird guys. This guy's kind of super weird and hard. No, he's it's like only- a child, man. Yeah, but I think that's just because it's not a very good movie. I don't think that's like intentional. (laughs) Hard Rain might as well have him painting a basketball and then like holding it outside someone's window. So it looks like there's a face outside the window and then going, (laughs) and then running away. (laughs) 
He has this like manic, goofy, childlike wonder to him in this movie. That is not like a John McClane type, like no. gruff, you know, like ugh. He's just no. like a little like I'm the Joker. <laughs> yeah, it is, but like Joker is kind of Christian Slater's thing. Sure. Actually, I don't know why that's never been considered done. I feel like Christian Slater could have been a fun Joker, but regardless, normally he's like he's sinister. I guess is the word for it. Like he's not that. sinister at all in this. No. Um, that's not to say that he's bad. I don't think. Mm. I think we can just declare everything in this movie bad and then get to the part where it's not a bad movie. No, I don't think that's true. I think Morgan Freeman does a good job. Sure. Um, like it's so weird because like in this type of movie, which I was trying to think about like the right way to describe it. I think Mm -hmm. it's a combination of a genius idea for a movie. Done. Like the idea of an action or intense plot taking place, like as something is flooding, I think is super, super cool. True. And it makes for a bunch of fun action stuff. Yes. But it's like that combined with like um the characters of It's Always Sunny making an action movie. <laughs> like every death that happens is the most comical, overdone. <laughs> 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 It's just like, it's like little boys making this movie. It's yeah. so hilarious. Um, but Morgan Freeman, despite all of that, I think actually just like seems like a, if not a person, yeah, it approximates a person. Sure. It is not a single archetype dying on a jet ski like every right. other character. In the movie. <laughs> yes. Right. Which is cool. We have to say that that's cool. But. No, I love <laughs> high school flooding and then we're having like a cat and mouse jet ski sequence happening. Right. Bakar. Yes. The question I have to ask you is, was the aspect ratio on this movie insane for you or did I get a weird copy? I'm guessing we both watched it on uh, Papa Bezos's Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. prime. Home of fun entertainment. Yes. Service. Yeah. It's like, it was like an inch tall. I didn't notice that. <laughs> it was so hard to see. It goes from left to right just fine, but it's like a little tiny. It's, I don't know. It was really That's hard interesting. To watch. And my theory, I did not notice. My theory, car, is that they did mm-hmm. that to hide all the rainmaking equipment. I assume they must have had oh. that was dumping water on this movie the entire time. Yeah, I did think a lot about like the amount of water waste from this movie. No, <laughs> yeah. It all filtered back in. You know, as a sea car, the beauty of the American sewer system is that mm. as water falls from the sky, as God sends down his boon, it flows <laughs> into the sewers and then into the rivers and then into the oceans and kills all the coral. Bye, coral. Bye, coral. Someday kids won't know what coral was. <laughs> think about that. This is the most unhinged you've been, I think. <laughs> Take that. Bumper sticker companies. Yeah, Put that okay. on my Volkswagen. Okay, okay. Let's get back to the aspect ratio or whatever oh, you're talking sure. about. It's very hard to see this movie, and that's fine, because yeah. it doesn't look very good. <clears throat> yeah, I also think this is the type of movie how you know when you're watching like an action movie from this era, but it's like 2 p.m. and the light is all coming in and it's like hard to see. No, this is your apartment. <laughs> this is no, but listen, but listen, but listen. Problem. So that's yeah. like my experience yeah. of watching a lot of things. It's like it's hard to see. And especially yeah. I feel like this like era of movies sure. when everything is just sort of like, Ever. I don't know. Yeah. 
However, I feel like that exact same effect would happen with this movie if you watched it in the darkest room possible. <laughs> where it's just, You're just like, like, huh? Oh. There's like no difference in color at all. No, <laughs> so it's no. like, yeah. It's like black uh, or very dark red. And it's like, yeah. oh, I guess they're in trouble. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they'll be like in a room and it's like, oh my God, Christian Slater's in this movie? Yeah, and Betty White. Betty White's in this movie. Mini Driver. Really, really, really good single use of the F word in this movie, I thought. Ooh, when? When the old guy is rowing Betty White around and he's just like, (laughs) he like loses his temper. Anyway, yeah, this movie is just, it really is just, wouldn't it be cool if we made an action movie in a flood? Mm And then they had their five ideas for action segments. <laughs> and then they were like, we did this good. Yeah. And they did. They did. And I had a fun time with it. I think maybe it sucks that every action movie has to end like this. Time cop. What do you mean? Where it's just like this protracted like action sequence where it's like, we know the good guys are going to live, but they have to have oh. this like 25 minute action sequence where... You know, the bad guy thinks like he dies, but then he comes back at the very end. And it's like the, every movie has to end this way, except non-action movies, which can actually have like a third act where things happen. You know, yeah, what I think about? that's true. However, in the same way that like that, like a similar thing is true for horror movies. If it's a good version of it, it's still super fun. Yeah, there's just never any tension to it. And I'm just like, I get it. Let's move on. Let's yeah. end this movie. That's yeah, just... even like a Die Hard, like the part on the roof is not as fun no. as the rest. Yeah. No, I always forget that part exists. And I'm like, oh, there is another 15 minutes of this movie, huh? Yeah. You know what part in Die Hard I always forget about is when they ram the car through the front of the building. Oh, that's so cool, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I think Marvel movies have ruined me because they're all two and a half hours long and they all have a 45 minute exact same action sequence at the end yeah it just that sucks so. but that's not hard rain's fault no thank you i like the guy who was quoting bible scripture and then he quoted springsteen and then he died yeah <laughs> there's a lot of good like minor characters in this it is yeah. like this it it totally does not feel like a town like it's really trying to get like <laughs> no. oh this is like a town where people live <laughs> it does not feel like that at all but it does feel like a collection of people who seem like they could live in a town, maybe. Yes. Yeah. What was your favorite segment or like set piece? I think the first time that we saw the jet skis come in, which I think yeah. is when they ram into the building that sells boats. Is that what yeah. that is? Yeah, that was really fun. Yes. Because that's when I knew what I was in for. Like before right. that it was kind of boring. Yeah. Mm, it it starts, was fine. This movie starts really poorly. It's yes. like, I can't hear anything anyone's saying, and there's no stakes to anything, and I don't Yeah, know nothing happening. matters. I don't care about these people. I don't yeah. get what's going on. Right. Um, but yeah, the moment I was like, oh, they're just going to ride around on, like, different water <laughs> vehicles for an hour and a half. That sounds cool. <laughs> what a dream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really liked when he's locked in the prison and it's flooding. That's yes. always a good, a good five-minute, you know, we can make this happen. Absolutely. 
And the same deal with Minnie Driver at the end. Like, yeah. I think they did a good job of all of those sequences whenever, yeah, it's someone like the water level is rising and they have to keep <gasps> and then they <gasps> go back down. And yeah, that's always fun. Their last breath that lasts way longer than it should. Yeah. But then he's got a flashlight and he can make that work. Yeah. I was so confused. I was like, well, he's got a flashlight. He's fine. But then I saw that even the flashlight wouldn't be enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Car, what do you think of anime? This anime or in general? <laughs> uh, in general. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know. Okay, cool. What did yeah. you think of from Up on Poppy Hill? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this was like pretty good with a couple great moments sort of deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The incest specifically is what you're talking about, right? I did not get... I don't know. <laughs> like I said, this one was hard for me to understand what was going on. Nothing. Um, I think because it was one of those where like I didn't want to believe what they were telling me. Like I right. thought I was like misreading something right. again and again. But they just like they really want that to be a part of the movie in a way that is unfortunate. This could have just been that they like each other as friends right. and then like it turns out they're siblings. And this is where I have to say that there's no way that this is unrelated to you watching Parent Trap. <laughs> what? Why? That doesn't have anything to do with this. That is like the same freaking deal where they look at a photo of their parents and it's like, that's my parent too. Oh, it was way more confusing in this movie than it was in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I just assumed that you were like, oh, movies where children see their parents in a photo. No, sorry. That was completely Wild. unrelated. Yes. Uh, yeah, I actually thought this was uh, definitely escapes the kind of like mid to low range. Yes. Put me to sleep Ghibli, I thought. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't really put my thumb on why, though. I think it was like an exciting story. Like yeah. outside of the stuff going on with the main characters, like the school thing is mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. Like a, there's awesome, just yeah. more going on beyond like, it's not good enough to just rest on like the emotional journey of the main characters. I don't right. think that's strong enough on its own. It's just, yeah. um, so by having those like B plots, I think you're, it bumps it up a notch. I agree. I want to throw a theory past you, Carl. Yeah. Um, I, of course, have to bring up Only Yesterday, the best uh, movie ever made, and uh, uh-huh. kind of compare it to this movie, um, where Only Yesterday was very nostalgic. You know, it mm-hmm. was basically about nostalgia. I feel like this movie is really interesting in that it has this vibe of, like, instant nostalgia. And there was one... Because the director being... Uh, Miyazaki's son, you know, he was not alive, I presume, for the events depicted here because this is what the 50s, yeah. 60s. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where the main character is walking home after getting a bike ride from her brother. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and she's just like walking along. And eating the little treat he bought for her. And mm-hmm. she says, like, this is nice. And that, like, threw me for a loop. Because it's, <laughs> like, it's an insane thing for someone to say to no one. But I think it, like, gets at the the vibe and the heart of this movie in a really mm-hmm. interesting way. Where it has this feeling where the characters know that what they're experiencing is sort of something 
they will look back on or I'm yeah you know, I'm like filling this in this is not actually in the movie but that's the that's the feeling I got from this movie where it's like this is someone with this nostalgia for this that doesn't come from anything because they weren't alive during this but they're making this movie where the characters are kind of embodying that even though the characters themselves are living through this time and it gives this movie a very um it elevates it I think and it kind of separates it from the weaker Ghibli stuff. And I think you could say like, regardless of the historical context of it, like it's a great observation that like, that is the age at which you start to have that, where it's like, you're starting to realize that your childhood is passing by and you're never (laughs) going to experience it again. And this is it. And like those special moments, you start to recognize when they're happening as they're happening, which is kind of like, the worst feeling in the world, but sure. it's all so good, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they do a great job depicting that. Yeah. Cause you have all these school clubs where they're basically play acting as adults or yeah. philosophers or architects or blah, 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 blah. And like everyone believes that each other is a genius, which yeah. is like also something I think happens in college where you just like meet people <laughs> that you think are like really, really smart. And it's like, Oh my God, everyone's so smart. But right. I suppose that could also just happen in like, a different schooling environment as well. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And you kind of have this thing where it's kind of reflecting this past generation where there's a lot of focus on the parents, mm-hmm. um, even though the parents are absent for most of the movie or maybe because the parents are absent. Uh, and it's dealing with like this post-war thing where there's this period of transition nationwide and, you know, and then you have this really great scene, I think, where the kids go to meet with the guy who wants to mm-hmm. tear down the building. And you have that, like, generational conflict happening there. And, yeah, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say this movie has a lot of meat on its bones. But I think as as far as, like, the Ghibli vibe movies, I think this is way up there. I think it's... I would even say this borders, like, a, on outside of vibe territory. Like, Whoa. this just, like, feels like a real movie. Right. Or something. Not to say that the vibe movies don't, but like this is just like, what's the other? I feel like I've said this about one other one and I can't, I can't remember which one it is, but like this. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Maybe Ponyo a little bit where it's just like, this is, there's like adventure and excitement and it's cool. This movie's gorgeous also, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand that the first movie he made was not very good, but if this is like the level of quality that uh, Goro is his name, right? The son. I, I'm not sure, but yeah. He seems like a completely adequate or good director as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. Like this seems above what I would expect from Ghibli in, you know, 2011 or whenever this came out. So, yeah, this is a great argument for second chances. <laughs> yeah, overall. totally. Yeah. I uh, was very <laughs> happy to get a new, like a Ghibli IN scene that I'm okay with, that I feel mm-hmm. good about. So. Yeah, and I do got to call out, I, I mean, I feel like I'm sort of prey to these sequences, but like <laughs> the dream sequence with her parents, I thought was really, really lovely. Yes. And very moving and very visually like well depicted. I agree. Yeah. I felt like maybe some of the secondary characters were just kind of left out to dry. Like the Aubrey Plaza character is just kind of there yeah. and doesn't... We have to say, this is the most fascinating voice cast I think we've had so it's far. super strange, dude. Yeah. Uh, Anton Yelchin is just the best. Yes. 
I love his voice. I don't know that it entirely matches the character, to be honest, but sure. I love to hear his voice pop up in a movie. It's so distinct and cool, and I'm so sad that we don't have him anymore. But I felt that way about the guy in Only Yesterday, where it doesn't really fit. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't seem like that character, but I, the performance is so good that I didn't really care. Yeah. Yeah, I think partly with Anton Yelchin, the problem is that you hear the voice and you can only picture him. Like, yep. it seems like a voice that could only come from his body. Like, yep. it just, yeah. And his know, arms but, all taped up with duct tape. And it's like, hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, from Up on Papio and Kara, I looked up what's coming up next because you always are asleep I have at the wheel. it, I think. It's Wind Rises, right? Of course. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool. It's been so long since airplanes. Mm. But we're going to get some airplanes. <laughs> Miyazaki's back, baby. Bebe. <laughs> Bebe has got some airplanes to show you. Maybe a character sketching an airplane, perhaps. <laughs> Would you like that car? I guess so. Okay. Now I'm going to start getting to the point where like, I'm sad it's ending. So like, I guess there's that ending. last real stinker. So It's never ending, Car. They're going to keep making movies. That's true. Absolutely. I can't argue with you there. There's money to be made. Yeah. Orphan. Yeah, Orphan. Orphan is awesome. It really is. <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm being sold a bill of goods here. Go on, tell me about this amazing movie, Orphan. So, like, Orphan was one of those that came out, oh, what year was this? Like, 2007 or something? Sure. 2009, Some, maybe? 2009. Like, in the era where, like, I was young enough that it was, like, certain kids were going to be able to see Orphan and certain kids weren't. And like, it it just was like building this idea of, it was presented as extremely scary to me. Like it was in that Mm. sort of like conjuring, um, (laughs) I don't know, territory where like every kid was like, Oh my God, Uh, you won't believe how scary this is. Like the conjuring. Um, And it always, I like, I liked the, I think the poster is good. And like, I remember seeing the trailer and thinking it looked cool. And then I just never saw it. And then I got into like a true crime phase and I realized that there's like a true story that this is sort of loosely based on. Yeah. Which is crazy. (sighs) So I knew what the twist was the entire time, which was fine. Um, It's a hell of a twist. Yeah. Well, I guess. Okay. So like there's sort of two twists, right? Um, Are we spoiling Orphan? Um, let's see if we can talk around it. And if we can't, then we'll spoil Orphan. Okay. So I knew the, like, (laughs) the main twist, I guess, not the secondary twist. (laughs) I don't know what the secondary twist is. Probably the incest part. (laughs) What's the, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say when the mom can, like, sense spirits. And then she teams up with Patrick Wilson to fight (laughs) ghosts. Yeah, I okay, so I just think this is a great movie. Like I think it so um sets itself apart from like the conjuring, insidious, all of that BS. Like this feels like a real movie. Yeah. While still having some of the same like trappings of like a young family with young kids and right. like a Something beautiful house them. and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Sorry, but this is say, just like truly fun. What? It might be confusing. This is not a James Wan movie, even though no. you're comparing it to several James Wan movies yeah. and it stars the main lady who's in the James Wan movies. Yeah. Okay. 
just wanted to put I, that on I the don't table. Know, yeah, like I'm trying to think what the main comparison. It's I guess Vera being in it, but also just like the domestic nature of it feels sure. very um that era, I guess. It's almost like a white noise kind of like pseudo white noise, like trying to be white noise, you know? Okay. It's like a fear.com. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's insane for that to be. No, I, I'm mostly kidding, but this yeah. feels like the like very last gasp of like yes early 2000s horror mm-hmm. before before they became came. like franchises and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. I think Vera just does a really really good job. Yeah, I think she's such a dynamic actress, and she's really good in scary stuff. And like, I'd much rather see her be in this sort of scary stuff than like. I think it's just Conjuring. I don't know why I need to keep comparing it to that. But Why do you keep yeah. comparing it to Conjuring? I know, I know, I know. The devil made me do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I f- I'm with you for the first half car, and then I feel like this movie kind of drops off, or like the performances drop off, or something dropped off, my interest level dropped off, my attention span dropped off, something dropped off in the second half of this movie. Because I think it just becomes... <clears throat> I like that it is not a deconstruction of the evil child trope i like mm-hmm. that it's just the evil child trope but i know that trope so i i mean there's the twist there's yeah. stuff going on but it doesn't really affect that you know the first hour and a half of this movie is like the kid gaslighting the mom and making the mom seem crazy and then everyone being like Geez, mom, you're kind of crazy. And then the kid is like. I think that the performance of the. Like the deaf daughter mm-hmm. is really good and like mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. adds to it where it's like mm-hmm. I it's pretty rare, I think, to feel this bad for a kid in one of these mm-hmm. movies, because normally they don't feel like real children. They just feel like. Objects Actors. to put in peril. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. yeah. But I think that actress just is number one, so freaking adorable, and number two just does like a really good job. Where there's so many scenes between her and the titular orphan, and mm-hmm. I think those all work pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I like her dynamic. Like, I really like the first half of this movie. I'm not like mm-hmm. I'm not dissing Orphan 2009. Um, it just played itself out for me, I guess. But I really like like uh, the the mom uh, practicing the piano, and there's that weird thudding noise, and then you see what mm-hmm. the thudding noise is, and then there's like this moment between them. It's kind of got this like tension, and it all feels really realistic to me. It feels naturalistic the mm-hmm. way this family is kind of falling apart, uh, and then the movie kind of goes into topsy turvy land. That's fine too. <laughs> That's fun. I don't hate that, but it's just like. There was like a, there was something interesting here and now it's kind of interesting for a different reason. Yeah, I also I really like in the first half. I feel like so often the wives slash moms in these movies are like something terrible has happened to them, which in this case has happened. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like ghosts of themselves, like they're mm-hmm. vacant and they're not there and they're just like floating by barely. Right. But like uh, in the first half of this movie, like uh, granted, their marriage, I guess, has some 
troubling history to it, but they like seem deeply in love and like they're, they have fun with each other and like they're enjoying each other. Like all of that feels way better. And I think makes it way more realistic than if it was just like, we're unhappy. Let's get a kid. <laughs> it just, Shot like, goes of empty there. wine bottle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I agree um, with you. The dad is such a scumbag. Like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> give him an Xbox controller, dude, because that's he is Vince Vaughn in that movie with what's her face? Jenny Aniston. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. We should watch the breakup. <laughs> no, that's okay, Gar. Um, I do want to call out it, like post secondary twist. It kind of makes no sense in, like, the visual language of this movie, but I love the neon. I think the neon is so fun. Car. It's absurd. Huh. Question I had for you. Yeah. How do you feel about non-standard studio logos at the beginning of movies? Love. Okay. Let me throw you a specific type of this. I mean, when, the main one is, like, all the Harry Potter WBs. Oh, that's fun. Where it's, like, resting. Yeah. Yeah. Because now he's a teenager <laughs> and he's rusting. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of movies set in like the 60s and they use the 60s Paramount logo or something? Yeah, I'm down. I, that I, That's a bridge too far <laughs> for me. But uh, I liked a lot what how this movie began. Cause yeah. Because it's, it's not like a it's not like neon kills anyone or anything. It's not like the main focus of right. the movie, but it's like a nice little like, ooh, something's up with this movie. Yeah, that's completely true. And like, yeah, because for the first hour and a half or whatever, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool and fun. And it like jams into the back of this like insane dream sequence. I was yeah. so worried when this movie started and it was all glowy in the I way know. that like bad yep. 2000s movies are. And I was like, I yep. can't watch this if this is what this is like. But then yep. it's kind of like cool the way the light like filters down, you know, where it's like... Well, yeah, that's also, I feel like Darren Aronofsky watched this before he made Mother, because there's wow. a lot of that going on in Mother. Okay, I haven't seen Mother yet, so, uh, yeah. Ixnay on the other I mean, Mother? Car. Mother? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's an exclamation point at the end of it. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, I won't have to issue a correction after this podcast goes up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, this is, I, like... Throw this against every early 2000s horror movie I've had us watch. This wins, Car, because this is a movie and it has a vision and it's not embarrassing to look at. But uh, I guess I wasn't. uh, It didn't win me over in the end, I guess. Okay, I like I think it was good enough to pass that. And then like there's a couple other things I mentioned that I really enjoyed. And. I, okay, actually, two more things. I okay. feel like this is, like, despite the fact that a bunch of, like, early teens watched it, this also does sort of feel like an adult movie in a nice way. Yeah. Like, a, yeah, there's sure. adult themes and, like, it feels more serious sometimes. And then on the flip side, there's, like, some of that just, like, absolute 10 out of 10 fun, like, stupid lines and, like... Mm-hmm. Just moments that you like want to see happen happen in a great way. Um, yeah, very gratifying. Speaking of which, car, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of incredible. There's a scene. I think it's the daughter, the actual daughter, in the playground, mm-hmm. where it's like following her through yep. this playground. I thought that was incredible because it's got 
all this tension and she's on like a crowded playground in the middle of the day but they like they like almost make it into like this like horror like uh haunted house type like vibe to it as she's like going through this play structure i thought that was awesome Absolutely. I had a similar reaction where I was like, I can't tell why I'm this scared. Like it, it, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. I think it's like the visual, like the actual construction of the play thing itself, where it's like a dark wood, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just the way the camera tracks with her. Yeah. It's so freaking good. I mean, it makes it feel like she's an adult in like an adult structure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she's exploring it in the same way that like I would walk down a hallway that I'm afraid Mm -hmm, of. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really, really good. Yes. Who's this director? Is it someone who's made other scaries? He has a weird career. I remember looking at his filmography. He did something that. Oh, Jungle Cruise. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? This is the director of Jungle Cruise in That's theaters so now. Insane. The Rock. Ay, ay, ay. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think he uh, wishes it was 2009 <laughs> still right now? Well, he probably made a lot of money. Uh, we'll see how Jungle Cruise does. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Yeah. That is such a weird sell. Disney yeah. has lost its way, man. I don't know. Like, how uh, how do you come out with a movie called Jungle Cruise and be like, this is the movie of the summer? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I okay. don't know why you have to make a movie in order to redo a ride. Just redo a ride. What What is your problem, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you I'm always dumb. bring this up. <laughs> yeah, okay. I get it. You don't like Pirates of the Caribbean. God. (laughs) I do, though. (sighs) I really do. I'm talking about the movie, not the ride. Let's move on. (laughs) Car, what else have you been watching? Um, I saw a couple new things. I can start with old. (laughs) There Um, there was a segue there and you just like, you just. Well, I mean, they're both scary. (laughs) Okay. Um. I won't say too much because I don't want to spoil. Well, okay, I don't. Or spoil like, like anyone's experience of it. Sure. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Is there anything I to wanna, spoil? I, that's like one of the things that I want to discuss the most because, like, it, I don't know. Like, how worked up are you about this movie? <laughs> Uh, how worked up? How do you? How do you mean? Like, worked? if I talk about my feelings of it, will that ruin your experience? You can tell me a uh, play by play of what happens. I don't really care. I'd still like to see the movie. But oh, okay. Not, I see. I'm not like so, the mystery. Ooh. Yeah. Like I, there isn't really a twist from my perspective. Like <laughs> spoilers. God, I don't know. It's like they give you enough of what's going on the entire time that like when the theoretical twist happens, it's just like, yeah, okay. I don't. <laughs> are you don't just, know. are you called? Oh, are you calling it a twist just because it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie and you feel like he needs a twist? Like, if this was by someone else, would you consider it a twist? The thing I think about? so, because it's so structurally that. Okay. And, like, you find something out that, I guess, changes the movie. Okay. Is uh, it dumb? Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and, like, I, I just, like, it. yeah, I really wanted to like this a lot more, honestly. Aww. Like, I... I really liked the visit. Um, yeah. And I'll just generally say, like, I 
I'm so glad he made this movie. I think it's so fun that someone like took this concept and did it. And I honestly, I'm just kind of disappointed with myself Mm. or something where it's like, there's moments in this that feel so potent or like potentially potent um, emotionally and like psychically. And none of them landed with me. Like I Mm. never really like felt anything during the movie. Okay. Um, and it was like fun. Like there's like cool horror stuff happening. There's like interesting moments and stuff. And then it ends. And I, like there's just some stuff that Shyamalan does that like I feel like he doesn't often get enough credit for, which is like I think he's really good at understanding kids in a different way. And like some of that comes out here. And like I think he's just very pure of heart. And that also comes out here. Um but I don't know. I just wanted to like it a lot more. Hmm. Um, so then I did the thing where um, the movie podcast I like a lot. They did a Shyamalan series. So they did old. And I listened to their episode of it, which is like two hours long. And they all loved it. And it was like, I understood like why they loved each component of it. They were saying it's just like none of it worked for me. I don't know. Which is such a bummer. It's so weird that we now, as a society, absorb criticism <laughs> yeah. in the form of something that's as long or longer than the thing. Yeah. I, it's, okay. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. Okay. But it's so enjoyable. Like, I love... Yeah, I wish I could have had a better connection with this movie. And I'd be curious yeah. if, like, maybe I wasn't in the right mindset or something. I don't know. Because yeah. uh, the potential is there. There's definitely criticisms I could love you against. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the acting in the first half is, like, kind of atrocious. Cool. Um, and maybe it's because of the script, because all of the actors are, like, kind of incredible. <laughs> so, like, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on there. Um but yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was a fun experience. Glad I saw it. Wish I would have liked it more. Yeah, I'll be yeah. curious once you're able to see it, uh, what you think. It feels like a movie that should have been on like Amazon Prime. It's a weird theatrical release, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, point. I mean, so I one thing I can say like 100% is there's some really cool visual stuff happening, mm. mostly in the camera movements. Like mm. he is trying out some really, really cool stuff that like it was worth it to me to have seen in like I was going to see in theaters no matter what, but like that yeah. was like the standout part of that experience. Hmm. Um, so like, I'm glad it, I don't know. I got to see it for in theaters for that reason, but otherwise, yeah, I agree. It could pretty much just be a easy at home. Yeah. Yeah. What else car knew? Uh, Green Knight. Uh, yeah. Talk. <laughs> talk. Tuck and roll, baby, right into theaters to see A24's Green Nut. Yeah, I like it. I love, love, loved this movie. Okay. Um, I'll probably go and see it in a theater again in the Stop. next week or so. Well. You're perpetuating the cycle where A24 gets to put out movies, Car, and it needs yeah. to stop right now. Um, so, like, I don't like fantasy. I would say pretty much what? across the board, save for Harry Potter, which I don't know if that counts. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I was excited for this because I like A24 movies and I like Dev Patel and I like the other actors in this. Uh, get me out of this podcast. I, I have to live my life and you have to respect it. Okay. Or GTFO. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Anywho. So I was like, okay, I'm game to see no, this. No, it looks fine. 
<laughs> it's been fun, guys. I don't want to talk about movies with you anymore. I'm away from the microphone now. Is this bit working? I can't hear you. Okay, I'm going to come back and you can talk about the A24 movie. Okay, I'm back. Continue. That was good. Thanks. Yeah, I was talking to Bruce in your absence. Okay. I'm just kidding. I wasn't. He's not near me. Um, what? Uh, yeah, so I was excited to see it just because uh, it seemed fun. Um, <laughs> this uh, this drink you made, I don't know if it's working, Kyra. I think you might need to amp it up a little bit. I need bit. taurine. Um, no, I like absolutely love this movie. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. It was so different than what I anticipated. Uh, and it just like broke a rule of fantasy that I've never seen broken before, which is like, okay, if the idea of fantasy is, and is that there's like magic and stuff, why are most things normal in fantasy movies? Does that make sense? Where it's like, like the rest of the world behaves in some sort of societal structure or something and like uh, traditional paths and characters and people are followed. This just like upends a bunch of stuff and like everything feels like it's in a dream or a nightmare or something. And it's so jarring and so cool. And yeah, I just feel like I could watch this a million times and like get so much more out of it each time all the performances are amazing there's like a couple of moments that are so um i don't know just like so (laughs) unlike anything i've ever seen or not but not even in that way not like oh here's like the craziest visual granted there are some really cool visuals but just like just like moments that are so different than what you anticipate and like kind of feel like reading a book, which I guess like, yeah, this is based on a story and like some of that makes sense. But yeah, I, I just had such a good time with it. Um, and I liked it a lot. But did you like it though? Yeah. Are the giants cool? That's the only part that looks cool to me. From the, the giants trailers. are cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Is it like, how dark does it get? Cause I feel like they're, they're selling it to me. Like, Dude, what if like medieval fantasy, but like, what if like it was for adults, dude? I mean, there's like explicit content. It doesn't have an Mm. overall air of like, like when I think adult fantasy, I think like, I guess Game of Thrones where like everything is like incest and rape and all this stuff. And like, it's not that. I think we've said incest more on this podcast than we will (laughs) ever again for the rest of time. But do you know what? Like, it doesn't have, like, a... It doesn't make me feel skeevy or anything. No, it's um, not... Yeah, that's not really what I mean. I just... It, I, I guess I'm just getting back to the thing where it, I feel like it's being marketed as, like, prestige horror or something, where it's, like, this is really nicely shot, and it's really dark, and it's creepy. It's like The Witch or something. It is a little bit creepy. Like, there's... It is somewhere in between, like, horror and, like, surrealism and fantasy. It's in, like, mm-hmm. the middle of those three. I feel like the dude who shows up and he looks like a Game of Thrones extra is working against the horror aspect of it for me just from the trailers. The which guy? The guy who shows up. He's like, come and meet me in a year and we'll play darts. Oh, well, that's, he's the Green Knight. I know. He looks silly, though. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, there is also <laughs> like a, there's like funny moments, too. Like it's okay. not 
I don't know. It's like, it's not any one thing, which I guess is part of what I like. Like, it doesn't, Yeah. it's not just like the fantasy genre. It's not just whatever else. Like, yeah. I guess I just it's don't cool. know who it's for, I guess, is what I'm asking. Like, I don't know. Okay. Like, <laughs> I was thinking about, like, would I recommend it to people who love Game of Thrones? And it's like, I would, like, maybe they would love it. I have no idea. I can't yeah. tell. Yeah. I, it's definitely for, like, people who like A24. <laughs> that sucks uh okay i won't watch green knight thanks there's <laughs> <laughs> so many weird gross noises coming from you i'm sorry i take it back it's a very sour beverage <laughs> i can't wait to buy a 50 dollar bound book of the screenplay of the Yay! green knight from eight to four, where the pictures get split down the middle, and then people complain about it on Reddit slash r slash a two four. I that love r slash a two four. I will uh, send you an eighty dollars sweatshirt that just says the a two four logo on. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Has Kanye West worn an A24 merchandised uh, piece of clothing yet? Because I feel like no. That did needs you to see happen. the picture of him in his like room or whatever he's in? Mm, no, it's the funniest know. thing I've seen in mm. a hot minute. I saw when he was like at a football stadium or something for like a week, just like walking around. Yeah, this is like similar, but he's wearing like something that someone would wear in the Green Knight. <laughs> he's just standing <laughs> in the room. <laughs> that sounds awesome, Carl. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's gonna go talk to a fox. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Um, I just kept thinking about the Antichrist because yeah, that's all I fox. can think of. What yeah. What does he say? Say it one more time for me. I love it. What oh, it it's it's chaos reigns or something. Chaos reigns. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good movie. I would totally watch that again. I'm good. Um, <laughs> have you seen any other new movies, Car? Uh, I think those are the only two that I saw. Mm-hmm. New in a boot. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Mm, does Mitchell's versus the Machines count, Car? I think it kind of does. It came out this year. Yeah. Sort of. It came out. It, it's on Netflix this year. I guess that counts. Yeah. It was released this year. Um, remember when this movie came out? I don't know if you remember this card. Let's go back a little bit in our brains okay. here. Remember when this movie came out and everybody loved it? And I was like, I'm very skeptical of people liking this movie so much. You can that imagine doesn't sound like this. something you would ever say. Okay. Well, I was right to be concerned because I think this movie's pretty bad. <laughs> and everybody's like, is- finally. Cartoons are like not for him. Yeah? Such a self-fulfilling prophecy. No. <laughs> this it's so like as a movie, it's fine, it's whatever, but it's like yeah. full on Sony pictures making a movie about how like, man, aren't corporations bad, dude? We're on mm. your side. Everyone's using, you know, laptops to make fun Instagram videos, though. Maybe you could yeah. use Sony products to do that. Like that's their idea of like creativity is like instagram <laughs> filters this movie yeah. is insane i i am so against the worldview espoused by this film car you don't like instagram it, 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 like it it's i worry that i'm wrong <laughs> but, not about this movie i know i'm right about the movie but uh-huh. i worry that Sony Pictures Entertainment America said, 
the way kids express themselves now is through Instagram videos. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have our like creative girl who likes to create things. And the medium is going to be like Instagram memes. And maybe that's right. But I don't like it. I think that probably is right. I don't like that. (laughs) Don't go to Cal Arts to study Instagram memes, kids, because that's not a good way to live. (laughs) That's not going to turn out well for you down the road. Have you considered that we're getting old? I've considered that we're getting old. I don't know. Because there's like there's like this little thread in this movie that's like very sweet. And it's about the father reconnecting with the daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's very emotionally manipulative. And, you know, it like follows the exact arc you would expect. But I was like, oh, this is sweet. Yeah. And the rest of this movie is this loud explosion of memes on the screen constantly. And I wanted to just like end it. You know? Yeah. And it's like, this is the Lego movie, people, so it has that energy to it, but I think the Lego movie is a good movie. I don't feel that way about Mitchell's vs. the Machines. Yeah. Um, it goes on for way too long, and it's just like, it's just, it is corporate product masquerading as, like, creative children's movie, and people are just eating it up, dude. They're just <laughs> shoveling it in their mouth. And it really freaks me out that people aren't looking behind the curtain on this. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, is there ever a way for a large corporation to make, to fund a project that is critical of the thing itself? You know what I mean? Like, can a Pixar movie be critical of technology? Well, I feel like Pixar is very often critical of, like, um, Silicon Valley, like, uh, office you know, culture. But that's exactly what I mean. They are that. So like, I know. And it sucks. It's so terrible (laughs) because it's from this very insidery perspective where it's like, this is the only way we view the world. And now we're going to pass it along to children. And like, yeah, (laughs) this, this movie doesn't have that necessarily, but it's like, it's just, you know, it's nonsense. And I guess I just mean to say that you have to, at least, like, consider the possibility that there, whoever made this, like, had an idea and, like, Sony gave them the money to do it and they just did it. Yeah. And it's their <laughs> vision. You know what you I mean? You can't do that, though, because it's a movie about <laughs> making movies. It's a movie about creativity and, like, following your dreams and making movies. And it's this terrible corporate schlock movie. <laughs> and it's like, here you go, kids. <laughs> I would I would worry if I had children because I don't know what being a parent seems terrifying these days, Car. Yeah, I you guess, just play the like uh, YouTube videos that Yeah, you just give your iPad make. and you're like, I don't know, yeah. screw around, yeah. whatever. They'll turn out fine and then whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's this movie in a nutshell. I don't know. It's just uh yeah, it's just the plot is just like as a movie, it's like if people I've never seen a, a positive appraisal of this movie that was uh, had anything positive to say about the plot or the structure of this movie because it's just okay. generic, you know, A to B to C. You know exactly how this is going to go. Blah 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 blah. And so, what do people like about it? The style. Oh, okay. It's funny. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I am aging out of these, but uh, this definitely seems like a movie that 
parents are supposed to watch with their kids and be like, oh, I can understand my children now. Uh, I, it's, it's imagining this world. I'm sorry to keep talking about Mitchell's versus machines, but it's imagining this world where like these parents have this son who's like 10, but they're not millennial parents, you know? Yeah. That, that, I guess that could happen. Right? Not really. Not <laughs> I mean, like, really. not often. Yeah. Like the dad is like, I don't know how to use a VCR. Burr, burr, burr. Like it just doesn't. It doesn't ring true. In oh, the that could happen. Well, I guess like I grew up with VCRs and I don't know how to use a VCR. Like I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm a luddite. I don't like technology. But then he's uh, like, okay. maybe technology isn't so bad. You know. I thought you meant pictures. that they were too young for a VCR, which I feel like no, could happen. Opposite. But. They're okay. like. I grew up during the war. <laughs> oh, no, like, that's not. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. It's like the solve for all of this is probably there's probably a million good stories out there to tell that have to do with what technology means nowadays. Yeah. However, the way to make them is probably to get it from the perspective of younger people and not older people. Well, they kind of do that. But I mean, it's just like it's exactly what you would imagine where it's like the kids are making Internet videos and then the parents watch it and they're like, huh? But I don't feel like that's from the perspective of the kids, actually. Like, even if that's the point of view of the movie, I can't imagine it was someone of that age making it. No. Again, this movie was made by a robot, like CEO robots. (laughs) Like, I don't, I can't presume any, like, human touch made this movie, as far as I can tell. But uh, they comment that the dog is dumb, and then it cuts to the dog doing dumb things, like, 25 times during this movie. It's me and Bruce all the time. <laughs> Word. <laughs> uh, that's all I got to say, Car. Let's move on. Okay. Yeah. What else did you watch, Car? I watched Freaky, which I realized is also kind of recent. And it was fine. I don't really have much to say about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Go on. I don't know. It was fine. There's <laughs> cool, uh, like, gore <laughs> in it. Is there incest? Does it follow no. the theme? What? There's, I don't know. This movie could have been so much better, and then they mm. effed it up. Basically, I'll give you one of my main complaints. Yeah. So you're tracking the teenage girl who ends up switching places with Vince Vaughn, and what a dream come true. One, there's like, uh, you gotta watch this movie at some okay. point. Uh, <laughs> so like, okay, so it's this beautiful, like, uh, just like very nice young woman, and like. It's the sort of thing where, for no apparent reason, everyone in school is like, oh, you suck, we hate you. And it's like, no one would ever hate this girl. She's just, like, shy and pretty, and that's, like, her thing. (laughs) And, like, that's her entire personality in the movie is, like, shy. And that's it. Um, And then when she swaps places with Vince Vaughn, I'm assuming because they want to play up the comedic aspect of it, her personality becomes, like, loud, crazy, extremely feminine. Yeah. That, doesn't that negate the entire premise of the movie? Right. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. So they just like amp up her. Per- they change fundamentally her personality in order to make it funnier for Vince Vaughn to like act like a girl. That's. I don't know what to say to that. That seems like a misstep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they should have just made her more like that in the first place, or right. something. Or right. like it would honestly probably be pretty charming and funny if they went with the avenue of like she's shy and then Vince Vaughn just has to be like this shy person. Like that would yeah. also be kind of funny. I don't hmm. know. That was kind of annoying. Um, there's this one guy who plays like the most prototypical, like sweet, uh, 
a boyfriend for her that's just Aww. like some of the funniest casting I've ever seen where it's just like <laughs> they knew exactly what they were doing. He kind of <laughs> looks like Max in an extremely goofy movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thank you for specifying the sequel instead of the original the goofy <laughs> movie. I was just going to say it's because I don't remember what the name of the original is, but it's just that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yeah, so I watched it and that was fine. Um, okay. I think maybe the only other thing I watched was I rewatched L, and it was really good. I saw um, But I've already talked about L, so. That's a Verhoeven, no? Yeah, that's a Verhoeven. That's the first Verhoeven I saw. Um, yeah, it's just like a really, really good movie, I think. Hmm. I still need yeah. to watch that one. Or... Yeah, it's very good. It's not. It's one of those movies I would never really reach for. Like, oh, it's Thursday night. Hmm. Well, yeah, so the context is I'm doing a a movie swap and the challenge was something that the other person would never normally watch. And I chose L because, yeah, I don't think a lot of people are picking up L on a X night. Do you feel like Letterboxd has ruined your ability to pick a movie to watch? Because I feel like it's ruined my ability where we need to, like, swap movies with someone. Doesn't that scare you, Connor? No, I like that because I just... Well, not so much lately, but like in mm. general, I watch so many movies yeah. that I just like I start to go down yourself. my own little like tunnels and I right. can't dig myself out. And sometimes I need people to just tell me. That's basically the only way I watch movies is for someone else to. <laughs> that's why I like all my little systems, Ooh, you know, <laughs> not really, but yeah. I like to sort a list of movies by some random variable and be like, oh, okay, this one. Yeah. Well, okay. Also, you started watching the old stuff again, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not, Car? Yeah. I, hey. Life's too short not to watch some movies. Yeah. What else did you watch? Oh, uh, I watched The Parent Trap. Yeah. Question, Car. Freaky Friday. Is that also a Lohan? Yes. Okay. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. I. It's not the same premise at all, but I, for some reason, those have the same uh, vibe to them. I mean, me. they're, like, Parent Trap isn't, like, body swapping, but just the idea of, like, low hands playing two people. I feel like that. Right. There's so a similar the exact thing going same on there. Gotcha. Sure. Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, the Parent Trap exists outside of criticism or <laughs> commentary, you know? It's just, like, it, it is... A point in time, and it's crystallized into a movie. Uh, I had an okay time with it. I think it's like some of the best vibes out there. Sure. Um, it's so happy. <laughs> like for most I of it, there's so. like some like sad stuff happening, and like they never really get to the emotional root of the fact that. Um, yeah, this these marriage parents is chose to abandon their children rather than like figure out a custody situation, <laughs> which is bonkers. Yeah. Um. But, like, I think especially this stuff in, what, like, Napa, it's just, like, the best. Dennis Quaid is such a freaking cutie in this movie, (laughs) and, like, that house is so nice, and (laughs) they're all having fun. And the evil stepmom, who's, like, not truly that evil until, like, the end, is, like, so fun, and, yeah. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't pander in the way children's movies stuff. it's mm-hmm. not like the dog's loose in the hallway and he's got right. shaving cream uh, it yeah. never does that it's it's like a movie for children you know yeah it's good and I th- 
like I can I watched it just within the last year as well or rewatched it and like I can totally enjoy it as an adult like there's no I feel like it functions perfectly for both even though it's a movie fundamentally about kids I agree yeah the structure's crazy Mm-hmm. I remembered that because it's like <laughs> 45 minutes of them at camp being like, oh, my God, we're twins. Like it just that felt like it should be like five minute intro to the movie. But it's like the first entire act is just like yeah. camp hijinks. <laughs> They're good hijinks. <laughs> They're good hijinks. Yeah. The dog gets loose in the hallway, you see, and he's got shade in him. It's crazy. <laughs> and then the counselor's like, oh, you girls who are the same. How did they shoot this gosh darn movie? I don't know. It's crazy. It looks good. It's not. It's not. It looks green really screen. good. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't know how they did it, but God bless them. Lohan is so good too. Like yeah. genuinely so good. It's true. She pulls off that accent, sort of. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I. I. I was uh, wondering if they had to have somebody on set who was like making sure that. Lindsay B was the right like when they're trading places with themselves so that yeah can, yeah like it gets kind of confusing I'm sure they had somebody who was like wait no you're supposed to be the French yeah, yeah, one or yeah. whatever yeah oh bother <laughs> uh, yeah and I I feel bad I forget the actress's name but the Lindsay deceased Lohan. wife of um Liam Neeson is really really wonderful in it as well the deceased wife of Liam Neeson the oh Oh, she was married to Liam Neeson? Yeah, and then she like died in a skiing accident. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that was the parent trap. Sorry. <laughs> Available um, on Disney Plus now. Yeah. I do like the recurring bit. I guess I can only think of this in Matilda, but of like lizards mm. being in water or whatever. Yep. There's a really yeah. awful, awesome CGI lizard shot. Mm-hmm. Just amazingly, like this movie with no CG, and then all of a sudden there's like fun CG lizard <laughs> moment. That's awesome. For the kids. Yeah, for the kids. For the kids. Yeah. Uh, what else? I uh, revisited the Jake Gyllenhaal uh, murder mystery duology. Oh, Zodiac! And, and Prisoners. Oh, you rewatched Prisoners? I didn't see that. Heck yeah, dude. Crazy. Heck yeah. Mm. I stand by what I said. I think prisoners, I think, suffers from being a closed loop. I stand by that. What do you mean? Like Zodiac is open ended enough where. Oh, I see. It's not this puzzle box movie where it's like every element is leading. Like it's all intertwined in a way like it's a construction. Zodiac doesn't feel that way. And I think that's good for Zodiac. I think I like prisoners more as a movie. Yeah. I think it's more fun to watch. I think Zodiac's a great movie. Uh, I think Jake Gyllenhaal could basically be the actor of this generation or something. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's fantastic. Um, You're you would say Nightcrawler, I assume, for like, let's put these three Jake Gyllenhaal movies together. You're going Nightcrawler. I'm going Nightcrawler, then I'm going Prisoners, and I'm going Zodiac. Like, he's great in Zodiac, but he's really... He's just doing like, you know, yeah, kind of intense nerd. He doesn't give it like a spin, really. It's right. just like which he doesn't need to. Like that's yeah. not what he's supposed to do there. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Nightcrawler. It's just like it, it, he feels like a fundamentally separate person, which yes. is crazy because Jake Gyllenhaal is such a like, I don't know. He, 
he like only ever looks like Jake Gyllenhaal, but he truly feels like just a a maniac who has lived on the earth for 35 years and is like ready to murder people. (laughs) And lives on the internet. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So Uh, good. I, despite liking prisoners more, uh, Oh my God. Prisoners looks so good. Yeah. Such a good looking movie. Uh, Zodiac, I think is still like, I don't have any criticisms of it. Really, I think it's like a really good movie. Um, it's it's tough because I I don't think it's like David, it's not my favorite David Fincher. Like I think yeah, I like the game more, but I don't think the game was a better movie than Zodiac. I think Zodiac's probably a better movie. I don't know. There's just some there's some quality to it that doesn't like drive it home and doesn't. I get think it, there. it might be boring. Like is it just boring? I don't think it's boring at all. Um, I think it's just not interesting. No, I don't know. <laughs> it, it just d- it keeps going, and there's not really yeah. peaks or valleys to it. It's just kind of a slow rolling. Th- I mean, like the basement scene is like, mm, yeah, mm, that's mm, great. Mm, but uh, it's like once you watch it once. I'm when I when I'm enjoying it on a rewatch, it's for the craft and the performance yeah. and stuff. It's not like it's not the it is not the most interesting movie in the world. I don't think. Which maybe the problem is that like it's not the most interesting in the world movie in the world, despite being about like one of the most interesting thing that's ever sure. happened in history. You know, like it sure. just feels like by its subject matter, it should be like the most propulsive, crazy thing ever, which is probably the point is like these things because they last so long and there's so many people involved in them are not like the, I don't know, like the 10 paragraph version you might read on Wikipedia or something like that's probably the point of it. But um, But, yeah, I really like that aspect to it where time the time jumps are so crazy in this movie because yeah. it'll just like jump years at a time. And it's he has just kids like, all of a sudden or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just like this feeling this movie gets to where it's like nobody cares, you know, like time just keeps rolling yeah. forward and you get to like this like twilight moment, not the movie. <laughs> you get to this like uh, end of the line feeling in this movie where it's just like one man cares about this. And, you know, he's like dealing more with everyone's apathy than he is like this murder mystery. Yeah. Because even the murderer, you know, is not really doing anything anymore. Right. And it really feels like David Fincher. The reason it's not that interesting is because this is a movie about David Fincher more than it is about the Zodiac killer. Like he's, this is him. Yeah. Again, like Mank. It's like, you know. Well, yeah. And I think that's like, it feels like all David Fincher movies are kind of a David Fincher. <laughs> but this one especially, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. And I like that a lot. Yeah. And because I think he's like, I, he knows too, I think, which oh, totally. helps. Like if this was an unaware, like, am I this character? It would be a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. like I said, no real issues with Zodiac. I think it's a great movie. But uh, yeah. Prisoners is just like so energizing as stuff unfolds. And it's just like, oh, and it's. I was really worried to go back and watch it because, you know, once you know, like I, I watched it alone the first time I watched it with Krista this time. And I was Mm. just worried knowing what happens that it would be too obvious. Like she would under, she would like get it right away. And that's how I felt because 
it's so obvious how they're setting things up from the get-go once you know where everything's yeah. headed. But no, you know, it. She, I think she got to conclusions faster than I did because I just my brain doesn't work that way when I'm watching movies. Mm. I'm not like puzzling things out. But uh, no, even though it seems obvious on rewatch, like it does a good job of you know red herringing you through this movie. Well, and like also that sort of feels besides the point too, where it's yeah. like it, it's so meandering and like I don't really think about the ending of Prisoners. Honestly, right. I think about the very beginning and the kids going missing and how good and like devastating that is. I think about him holding Paul Dano in the shower or whatever. Yeah. And I think about like the snakes, you know, what? So, yep. like that's what I'm thinking. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not thinking about it, about like who solved or like who did the murder or who did the kidnapping and like, yeah. You remember the ending, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Do you feel that was an ambiguous ending? Because we had a conversation about this and we're on, we're of opposite opinions. I don't think so, no. Okay. I don't feel so either. Yeah. Like, they they cut it just soon enough where it could, I think, be ambiguous, but I I don't get the impression that it is, but I don't know. I'm sure that's purposeful. Like, I, yeah. yeah. It's kind of a weird ending. It doesn't, it's just kind of like, huh? And then it's Mm. over. Like, it doesn't really, for as like open and shut as the rest of the movie is they just kind of like i don't know i felt like yeah they could have ended it stronger but yeah it's a good movie one more thing i want to say i think the other thing that bugs me about zodiac is it's like so glossy i like that though i know it just like it it's kind of like headache inducing or something like it's like really unpleasant to be in which like i get what you're saying yes it has a look to it I think that's, again, purposeful. Like, he's doing all of these things for a reason. And, like, I think most of his movies are glossy, honestly, besides, yeah. like, the earlier ones and then Mank. But, like, Gone Girl is super glossy. Too, but in a different way. In a like, different I, way, yeah. I think Gone Girl, Social Network. Yep. Um, maybe a couple others are, like, in that category. But those are both, like, either a bit more corporate feeling or something. Yeah. Whereas Zodiac is, like some of the bright colors are so mm-hmm. bright mm-hmm. and like well, the office building is so like office building-y. I don't know. Every exterior shot is just like CGI. Yeah. Bad. Right. But I like it. I think it works for some reason, but I would not call it a good looking movie. Yeah. But some of it is super good looking. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, but like, uh, I think the scenes that need to be really like, like all the uh, kind of Zodiac moments, I think hit really hard and are really well directed and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There, there's something about it I really like, but it uh, if you like filled out your spreadsheet of like positive, like, you know, like cinematography, directing, yeah. acting, I don't think it would get high marks from me yeah. necessarily, but yeah. I do really like it. So. Would you ever watch Mindhunter? Sure, yeah. You should. I'd be so yeah. curious what you think. I really need to see uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo also. I have not seen that. It's so good. I was just <laughs> thinking about rewatching that the other day. I feel like that's such a sleeper hit. It is yeah. so freaking good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's a David Fincher I don't like, save possibly Gone Girl, but oh, Seven. I don't like Seven. Never mind. Oh, I like Seven. Okay. I haven't rewatched it. I got to rewatch Seven too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that since like our first watch in high school or whatever. 
Mm. Not a big fan of that movie, but what can you do, Car? Did that, did Seven lead to Saw? Like, would we have mm, had Saw sure without like Seven? It, it yeah. led to, like, breaking Benjamin music videos and stuff. I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't I don't have a lot of love for the Seven aesthetic necessarily. Has anyone done, like, a big Fincher doc or something? That would be so interesting, because there's so many different things going on here. Like, the idea of someone who's theoretically so interested in, like, true crime, yeah. but then also just does, like, all of this other weird stuff, like... Yeah, very interesting. I agree. Yeah. I don't know what makes David Fincher tick, but it is not the same thing that makes <laughs> me tick or human beings tick. Well, I think it's like the isn't the like prevailing theory that it's just like monsters, like the most evil, disgusting, <laughs> awful like Michael Douglas. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's really like maybe the most lighthearted, but like everything else that's is crazy. like he's just trying to hit monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I guess that is the most lighthearted Fincher. That's a weird thing to... It's, it's either that goofy. or Mank. Like, but yeah. Mank has such like a political undertone that I don't think it can be... Uh, mm. Yeah. Alien 3, dude. That's a laugh <laughs> It's a roller coaster <laughs> yeah. of fun. Yeah. I did watch the faster. last hour of Prometheus in the last week oh as well. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you... Had you seen the first half... Prior to that, or you're just no, like, I'm I wanted to watch the last hour. Okay, this. I need an alien abortion in my life right now. <laughs> yeah. Hook me up. Yeah, it'll deliver. No, <laughs> 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 do we know what David Hunter's working on? Oh, yes, we do. Mm. Oh, shoot, he's working with Fassbender, I think. Ooh. On something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a killer movie. It's about a killer. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's so funny. You know, David Fincher is unlike Christopher Nolan, where when a new <laughs> David Fincher movie comes out, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Christopher Nolan, I'm like, uh, like it's very like tentative. It's like, uh, yeah. It's like poking a sleeping bear. I don't know. I don't feel. With bo- they both have a similar quality of like. Like, I want to see it. both of them, but it's like, okay, here we go again. Like, it's just yeah, like... like they, they make this movie, and it's like, this is everything I wanted to make, and this is going to change my career. And yeah. it comes out, and then, like, a week later, it's like, yeah, that was fine. Or not even that. It's just like, I know exactly what to expect from both of them. Sure. I get them now. I get what they're doing. Yeah, I like I guess, like, it. again, Mank kind of subverts that, to be yeah. fair. But, yeah, I, I do. I get what they're going for. I am so much more into what David Fincher's doing than Christopher <laughs> Nolan <laughs> on a case by case basis, I think. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Do you know about all of the Christopher Uh-oh. Nolan's brother was like a Uh-oh. con man? I thought he wrote movies. <laughs> I think he Same also thing. does that. There might be multiple brothers, but yeah, know. one of his brothers was like a con man. And like, there's some like very clear parallels of like what Nolan makes movies about and like what his brother got up to. Sure. That's very interesting. That sucks. Yeah. What does Christopher Nolan make movies about, Car? I would love to hear it. Oh no. Building. Stealing space. people's dreams. <laughs> Magicians. Yes. Your children getting old before you do. Yeah. Isn't that old? a fear we all have? <laughs> that our children will get old before we do, Carly? <laughs> yeah. I had to put my child in a nursing okay, home. Okay, anyways. Did you watch anything else? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Thanks for asking. 
I watched the best freaking F1 race of my entire life. I Gee, heard. Dang. Is that the crash one? Oh, my God. Yeah. What a race. Yeah. <sighs> is everyone okay? Yeah. Okay. Just their pride was hurt. Did is everyone still angry at Hamilton? Mm, not really. Well, okay. the people who want to be angry at him are still angry at him, but okay, which is everyone. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Car, what are we watching next week? Well, I was between two, but a route of discussion we went down resolved it for me. We are watching Brokeback Mountain. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. I'm on the hunt now. Let's let's go on an official journey here mm-hmm. uh, to figure out what the best Hall is. The best movie or the best performance or the best, the best character? Best performance. Best performance. Maybe uh, best performance combined with best character. Well, it's Prince of Persia. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> for my choice. <laughs> uh, okay, you haven't seen it. Uh, Deja Vu. I may have seen this and not okay. logged it. Okay, Let never me... mind. No, I don't want to do it. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, 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 Um, How about Eve's Bayou? Okay, that sounds good. I'm Todd down. Gaines says, Eve's Bayou is a forgotten gem of American cinema. Okay, Todd. Tired, American beauty, wired, Eve's Bayou. The word association. Mitchells versus machines did this to us, Car. We have to review our criticism as memes. Everything is memes, Car. Yeah. Doesn't that freak you out? I don't know. It's not. I don't live outside society. I'm fine with people speaking <coughs> in memes. I memes guess. up. I'm saying it's fine so that I can say the next thing I want to say, which is that I feel like it's the go-to. Like. Man, okay. In 1997. <laughs> oh my god! Just go with me on this. <laughs> okay. What's the okay? What okay? Hold on. Films yeah. year. Oh, letterbox. Why are you so weird with this? Okay. Uh, okay. Remove filters. Okay. Titanic comes out, right? Yeah. In 1997, would the top letterbox review for Titanic be like, "What's up"? <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Car. What am I supposed to gain from this? Everybody's got to do everything in the form of a Twitter tweet that they do. <laughs> and then they say, check out my SoundCloud. Like you everybody to- thinks in Twitter joke <laughs> tweets. Am I wrong? It's because it's social media. Everything is social media. I'm social media. We are all social. I am Jack's social media account. <laughs> I am Jack's Twitter tweet. <laughs> I feel like this in the last episode have just been like series part one and two of Tucker loses his marbles. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm going to go watch a film on film stock and I'm going to come up with a well rationalized and long review of it and it will get one like. Yeah. Will it be me? None of this is true. No, you've never liked any of my reviews. You're a jerk. That's not true at all. Yeah, I'm tired. And here's my Twitter. And this is where I put my Twitter tweets. <laughs> tired. Tucker's reviews. Wired. Carly's reviews. <laughs>